You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Happy Monday. This is Jordan, your host of the Horny Housewife Podcast, where every Monday we talk all things sex, sex and long-term relationships, the real ass shit. And today I am talking about dirty talk. And we've talked about dirty talk before, but today specifically, nine styles, nine forms, nine ways, dirty talk. So this is going to inspire, baby. This is going to guide. We're going to talk about what you don't want to. There's three things that you should avoid or what could make it go bad. And I get questions of people asking like, where do I start? Or how do I even know? Because I don't want to sound corny. I feel awkward. So this will basically kind of give you maybe a little blueprint or a little guide and you can go, this is where we're going to start. That sounds appeasing and arousing to both of us. So stay tuned for that. Listener questions per usual. I feel like if you like weed, if you like marijuana, you should consume some before listening to this episode. I think you should. I vote yes on it. We're all adults here. Most of us, I'd say 90% of us are married individuals, and I don't think you're listening to this podcast with your kids. At least I fucking hope you're not, because that's weird. But take a little joint ski, take a little hit off the pen, and get company, because these listener questions are doozy. We're talking about smelly pussy, women that love to swallow cum, and a husband whose wife needs to bathe more, or maybe she doesn't. You decide. I'll give you the info and you can decide. I also want to give a little update for my freaky fam, for my OGs, for the peeps who keep showing up every Monday. A good bunch of y'all, a good size of y'all. For me, to me anyways. And I intend for this community to just grow and grow and grow and just blow my fucking mind. And hopefully I can blow yours a couple times. I want everyone to get a pen, get your phone, get your notes app out, write this down, put it in your calendar, okay? August 1st, merch launch, baby. I am so excited to tell you about my Comfort Colors sweatshirts. I handpicked these garments. I put blood, sweat, tears, and a decent amount of money into this project, and mommy gets her pictures taken. On the day this episode comes out, I will be doing a photo shoot. In the Listen to Mommy Comfort Color sweatshirt and the mildly toxic crop top sweatshirt is like a distressed black gray, like a charcoal, like a granite, dark color, vintage vibes. And the font, Listen to Mommy, is in white. It says THH Podcast in this cute, perfect font. It's unisex, sexy on a man, sexy on a girl. Come through, listeners. The mildly toxic crop top is black. It's flowy. It's buttery fucking soft. And I'm proud to give it to you. I'm proud of these items. They were a long time coming. So go to thehornyhousewifepodcast.com, put your email in so you can get in the loop. I do not send, I, you will never get emails from me. That is rare. I sent out one 
in the history in two years. So I will send an email when merch goes live. Follow me on social media at underscore the horny housewife podcast. That's Instagram. And stay in the loop because when these drop, I think they will go fast. And I have every intention in restocking. But if you want to get one, you got to fucking get one. They are so cute. I'm going to do a try on haul and I'm going to show you them on a man and me and give you like size references. So follow along. Stay tuned for that. I'm so pumped. I will be the one packaging it. I've bought like cute mailers and stickers and cards that I'm going to handwrite notes. And mommy's going to be the one skipping and hopping over to the post office to put these babies in. Packaging, giving it a tight hug squeeze energy of love vibrations and sending it on its merry way to you y'all support means the world to me and thank you for listening to the podcast truly it wouldn't be here and thriving the way it is without you Alrighty. okay so i wanted to talk about a poll before we dive in to listener questions and topic of the hour, I want to tell you that I took a poll on my Instagram. I posted a video where a gentleman, I think he was on a podcast. I don't know. He said, if you're still able to be friends with your ex, you either never loved them at all, or you're still in love with them. And I asked you, I said, brutal truth or nay? And 84% of you said brutal truth. And 16% of you said nah. And I did, I said, do you agree? Because I do. I should have went in with like no opinion. I should have came in neutral and just heard. But someone did respond. And I was like, you know what? Of course, there are always exceptions. But I hate bringing that up even because I think there's a bigger problem of people thinking that they are exception, like a huge, like a crawl, like a giant, ginormous problem <laughs> where people think that their relationship, their situation, they're the exception to this being a big fucking red flag and that they can do it. And then guess what happens? They get crushed, destroyed, obliterated, done wrong. And they're like, and it was, it was a lesson that they had to learn that way. And I guess that was meant to be, right? We learn from those heartaches and those thinking that, well, this time, maybe it'll be different. And then it's not. It's And this podcast is, you know, we're talking long-term relationships here. So maybe a lot of y'all are going, this really isn't even applicable. We don't have this to worry about. But there are some times I get questions of, you know, couples or someone in the relationship confiding, saying that this makes them feel uncomfortable, that their spouse is friends with their exes. But maybe you find relief in that statement. Maybe it was never true love. Maybe it should have stayed in the friend zone and she let it be something that it was more. But a lot of the times, if you were like fucking and you loved them, you almost married them, it could have been them. Like, no fucking, no fucking way. No way. No way. And I'm one of the type, and I know this is going to piss some people off. I know it. That think that men and women having a platonic relationship that they water and, like, nurture outside of their marriage is counterproductive and 
not in alignment with anything I want. So I didn't want to say wrong. I don't like telling people like their truth. And some people would strongly disagree with me and say no fucking way. I love my guy friends, my girlfriends that are like sisters to me, like a brother to me. But let's get like real really quick. Couples friends, friends that are living kind of, y'all are like living the same lifestyle. You're raising kids, working hard to build, going through the same shit at the same time. Seasons, you're riding the seasons and you hold the same values. Like what blessings, what blessings in your life. Thank God. And I can see how everybody's friends. It's not like like it's awkward. It's like everybody's, it's chummy, family-like, love one another, give a fuck, brother, sister almost, okay? But then I'm talking people that like, oh, Monica from work or Brad from work or Chris from high school or Jenny from high school. Why am I saying the same? From college, from that summer. No, like no, no, because one of them wants to fuck each other. At least one of them, if they're attract if there's any baseline of way that they could be kind of, if there's a certain amount of alcohol that could get them there, if there's anything like that, one of them has friend zoned. And a lot of times it's the girl that's friend zoned the guy. But then there are some times where He's just like sweet and pure and she is dying to be a little slut. And I'm just telling y'all the truth. This is, this is the truth. <laughs> I know there's some people like you, insecure, psychotic woman. I, I really do think I'm being realistic here. I do. I think there are different types of, let's put air quotes, friends. You've got acquaintances. You have people you have to be civil to and respectful to and what, but there are, you don't need to water and nourish and grow and spend time with and give energy to certain relationships. And that goes same sex, opposite sex. I just went to a block party in my neighborhood and I, at almost 34, I'm almost 34 years old. Ew. I'm like, you know what I love? My favorite thing about my 30s is that I give absolutely zero fucks about putting energy and time into relationships that I don't want to. I feel zero bad about it most of the time. Most of the time. Because I do love being nice and kind and I love certain people. And I know when certain people aren't good for me. <laughs> and I know when certain people wouldn't be adding to my life, I think would only bring chaos into my life. And I'm allowed to have whatever boundary I want. And it's not that hard. It's not, it doesn't, you don't have to be mean. And that is a lesson I had to learn that you can be so peaceful and just distance yourself from people versus saying, listen, I think you're X, Y, and Z, and I don't want to be around you. So that video, the original poll, I know was about your ex and feelings you have towards them, but it did evolve into the topic of boundaries, in my opinion, and what ones you uphold in your life. And I don't think they bring 
you sadness. I think they can bring you peace, bitch. And in regards to relationships, every couple is entitled to their own according to how they see fit and agree on. Like it's them two or whatever, however many they fucking want it to be. But we don't need to judge one another's boundaries and what they think, just because that's my opinion. I know there's other people who their bestest, estest friend is the opposite sex and their husband's totally chill with it. Do I think that Liam still wants to fuck Katie and he has wet dreams about it probably, but Katie just sees him as her dear, dear, dear nerdy friend? Probably. Probably. Okay, starting off with the bang. How often should women shower slash bathe? I feel like showering before sex is a great thing. Not a must-have, but great. You're a good man. We have a bunch of kids, and sex is usually later at night, so we're tired, and my wife doesn't want to go through the bathing effort. She's super hot, and I'll always fuck her, but there's something about her clean, smooth body that's even more amazing. I feel the same about myself and usually shower two times a day, in the morning or after a workout, then before bed if I'm dirty or we are clearly going to fuck. Basically, I want all options on the table when we fuck, so I need to shower for myself to feel comfortable. Amen. Love it. We have discussed this playfully, and she sort of makes an effort, mostly thinks I'm crazy, and says no women bathe that much. I think there are a few contributing factors to her lack of bathing. This is, this is so funny. Okay. One, and it's real. It's real, and I'm bringing it up for a goddamn reason. We're ladies. I'm outing us all. I'm talking about her hair. Shut up. Don't boo me. Stop. Okay. Let's finish the question. One, she has great hair. It's a thing. People comment on it. There's a lot of it. So doesn't like washing, drying because of the time. Ah, oh, we're thinking of like, yes, hair, hair. I understand the point, but I think you could shower without washing your hair. Yes. Valid. Correct. Two, she likes makeup puts effort into it and wears it daily. I don't think she needs it, but she does look good. I think maybe she doesn't want to wash it all off. Okay. Okay. No. I'm not sure how the logistics work on this one as she's still putting it on in the morning. So maybe I'm totally off on this one. I hope so. I'm, I'm, I can even wrap my head around that she washes her face and does a 12 skin, 12 step skincare regime reg on her face. And she can't wash her thick, luscious locks every day. We, If you know, you know. I don't even need to explain it to the men. I can, but we can't wash our hair every day. We're not supposed to. We're not. If you're washing your hair every day, I once was. I won't go off on a tangent, I promise. And now I have lots of extensions in my hair. The little keratin fusions, ladies, if you, I wasn't going to gatekeep. Those bad boys are like my real hair. They literally, it's my real hair connected to more real hair from someone. God bless her. We can't wash our hair every day. So we're teaching it to not be an oily bitch and last and keep and hold the style. But yes, she, I see your points and I will address. Number three, she was not an athlete, but now works out. She was one of the lucky ones that had an amazing body without exercise. Late 30s, kids, now she works out. I add this because I feel like if you grew up an athlete, showering after exercise became ingrained. It's not for her. I wonder if, like, is she not getting smelly pussy? 
like smelly pussy, sweaty pussy, like how hard are these workouts? And then like how many days are we going? What kind of underwear does she wear? So many questions. I have so many questions. Okay, this question's still not over. She really only takes baths, not showers. I'm anti-bath for cleanliness purposes because I feel like it's stewing in your own dirt water. But again, I realize I may be the weirdo here. I'm actually quite a messy person. Not sure why I have this bathing thing. You know what? I am going to stop reading. <laughs> no, no shit to this listener because you probably are listening and I loved it. Hence why it's it's here right now, but it was only a paragraph more. And basically you said, don't get me wrong. You'll happily fuck her with three days of swamp bass and a salty neck. Oh my God. I just prefer the other way. And you know what? I don't blame you. And you're a good man. He's a good man, Savannah. He's a good man. He's a good man. And I see her, her points. I, there are some that I'm like, Personally, I think she could up her hygiene points. She could be more intentional for the sake of, is she open to a poll? Is she open? I mean, I know you said anonymous because this was through the anonymous forum. So this person, of course, he doesn't want to out his wife, which I mean, she might not even think that's outing. She said, women really don't even bathe as much. And I think there are a lot of women no, let's just say there are plenty of each category. Okay, so there's your clean, clean girls, your shower every day. They've got the fine, thin hair they have to, or it gets really oily. They like feeling clean. They work out after the gym. They want to wash their body. That's the part we need to go with. So this listener question was to not only empathize, sympathize with the man, but to tell the ladies, this is what we need to be doing. We need to make sure that we're fuckable. And I don't want to diss her because I totally don't shower every day. I do not. And I will go five days without washing my hair. But will there be a bath in between? Will there be some upkeep? You know, is she wet wiping herself? You're so brave. You're brave for the swamp ass. I think if you really wanted something to change, you would sit her down and be like, hey, you know what? I think it's on my mind enough where I have to come to you about it. And I would think you would only want the same thing for me. If you had this air quotes issue or if you felt strongly about my hygiene, you should fucking say something. So I'm saying fucking something. And I want you to take a shower with your hair up on a ponytail and not get your head wet. Maybe that's easier than sitting in dirty bath water. Sometimes you need a good old rinsey rinse. Just say, just spread your cheeks and let the water run for fuck's sake. Anything, anything. And you don't have to do the whole shebang, the shave your legs, the pits, the hair. The hair is the, is the real, like that's a full shower. Girls have different types of showers. We have whore baths, a hoe bath, if you know, you know, we have the from the neck down and then we're going to do our 12 step on our face after. So we feel squeaky clean, but our hair remains. Am I losing my male audience? Maybe, but I'm informing you. You're learning. Shit, most of y'all are married, but hey, insight. Maybe your wife is nothing like this and you're like, this is foreign to me. And she probably falls in the category of needing to bathe more. 
ladies, you'll be happier. I believe it. That's my opinion that when you are staying clean, you're actually in a better mood. I swear to God that there's some like dopamine hits in the shower or some shit. Better you, cleaner you. But I will say props to you for not giving a fuck to like, you will go days and spread your legs wide open and IDGAF. She sounds very confident and you said she's hot. So nice combo. I think she can handle it. With those two qualities, I think she can handle you telling her how you feel. So hit her with the truth, dude. Moving on to question number two. Hey, girly, love your podcast. I do have a question. So I want him to eat me out. And my man says that down there is so stinky and that he won't go anywhere near there. Do you have anything to help get it to smell better or to help with this? I love y'all's honesty. This is what this fucking podcast is for. And somebody's got to talk about it. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe it's a little awky. But hey, we're living in human bodies. We're figuring this shit out. You grow up and you, you hear these horror stories of like girls when you're, when you're little, your period, and then you get your period, and then you hear about bacterial vaginosis, yeast infections, and then that happens to you at some point, and then you, you figure it out. You learn as you go with your puss. My, the men are fucking dying right now. What's it like having a dick? If, if it has a foreskin... Isn't it like more of an upkeep, more upkeep for the anteaters? And I, that's not a diss. My anteater comment, I just think it looks like an anteater sometimes. But I mean, don't y'all experience more pleasure. Y'all get the last laugh. Y'all win. Okay. So no hate, not yucking no one's dick here. I will yuck and be disrespectful to the ones that people have sent to me unsolicited in my DMs, which now, I mean, they have that feature where like you can see that it's an image, but it's blurred and you can accept to see. And then curiosity will just like overcome you. Now I'm smarter, but before I'd be like, what is it? It's probably a dick. $200 million, it's a dick. Babe, look, come here, babe. Babe, I think I just got a dick. Look, what? Let's try. Yep, it was a dick. It was a dick. Ew. No, thank you. Okay, back to the question. So, girlfriend, I think you should rule out everything. You need to go to the doctor and find out what the doctor's opinion is, which they'll have a way better idea than me. And even if I was in the room with you, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be like, oh, that's like I don't, I don't know, and I don't want to know. But you should go to the doctor because. Whether it's pH balance, whether it's an STI, STD, what do we call them fucking now? Your vagina should not be repulsive at a regular state. Like if you get out of the shower and within 20 minutes, like the first time you get like some momentum going in your body and it smells bad, something is wrong. Like something is incorrecto. Now, are there varying degrees of women with their pussy smell? Like women have their own scent, right? I know there's like a generalized, it's like a spectrum <laughs> almost. And there's like a big spectrum of pussy smell. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I feel like you know this. I feel like everyone is understanding the men who have fucked many. Y'all are nodding your heads too. 
You're like, we know. We're the ones down there eating the pussy. The women probably don't know, actually. We just smell ours. You know what I'm saying? We just know our pussy. And you got to get in tune with that shit. So I would not ignore and be like, oh, you know, it could be a symptom of something that you could easily, easily fix. Whether it's a cream, a prescription that you take for 10 days, I don't know. But I would figure that shit out because you're missing out, girlfriend. He's not going to want you to ride his fate. He won't even go down there is what it sounds like. And that I, I know there are men who maybe are more repulsed and they don't eat women out. I don't think they listen to my podcast. I, I don't. But I've heard of them. The legend of the men who do not eat pussy <laughs> or don't like eating pussy. And we don't support them. So <laughs> if he's one of those, then you're choosing your fate. But if you're like, yeah, I know it smells bad, but he should just get over it. And I think you should try. And if you narrow out, if they're like, nothing's wrong with your vagina, nothing's wrong with it, then reassess. Reassess, is he being a little sensey? Is this the first vagina he's ever been around? Or is this like he can't go near it and it's like a wave of pain for him? So I don't know. I would do your due diligence. Find out what's going on with your body and go from there. Okay, moving onward. Last but certainly not least, are there women out there that actually like cum and swallowing? If yes, how do I find one? I don't fucking know how you find one. What do you want to do? Like put up a, like on your dating profile, likes to swallow cum. You'll have to find that out as you date them. But why did I pick the question? Because it sparked my interest and it made me create a poll on my IG at underscore the horny housewife podcast. She's active. She's alive and well. I took a poll and said true or false. If you love him, swallowing is easy and maybe even enjoyable question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. And what were the results? 60% of you said true. 26% said no. And 14% said, stop it right now, because I gave that as an option. And I see the stop it right nows, but I also see the truths. I could see that there are, duh, 100 motherfucking percent women who love, dearly love their husbands that are listening right now, listening to me talking and going, bitch, don't you dare say that because I love him, you're going to make me do that when I cannot stand it. The texture, I immediately gag. The second it goes my mouth, it's a no-go. So we do, I'm not trying to diss that person because they exist and so fucking be it. They're listening. Like you just said, they exist. Like we're, like we're a creature or something. No, it's the cum guzzlers that are the creatures. Just kidding. But yes, obviously there are women who I think the true part if you love him, you are more willing to be like, okay, you know what? Not my fave thing ever. I don't like crave semen on a cracker. I don't want to like, you know, I don't have a cum fetish per se, but I love him. So I will take the deed down. It just isn't a big deal. Like for me, 
it's so fast. Like I so quickly get that over with, keep a little chaser nearby. I've got my lemon water and my Stanley on deck within reach. I can, I'm touching it. I'm caressing my Stanley here as we speak. So get a Stanley, get a chase, get a, get a knockoff and have a little chaser nearby ladies. I say that all the time. I swear every time we talk about blowjobs and swallowing, I mention a chaser. And that's all you need. But for some people, they will go, no, bitch. That is not all I need. They can't eat an oyster. I like oysters. So it's a texture. It's a texture thing. But I guess some can, you know, just decide. I do think it's a mental block. I do. Hate me. Hate me. I do think you could get past it with some conditioning and brainwashing. I do. So I guess the person who asked me this question has never had a woman enjoy swallowing his gum. Tis a shame. Tis a shame. I wish you well, sir. And as far, the question was concerning, uh, how do you meet them? There's no, there's no answer for that one, sir. There's no answer for that. You will just, they come in all shapes and sizes, all forms, all personalities, in all demographics. So... They're everywhere. They're everywhere. So if you listened to the Sterling Cooper episode last week, you will know that being quiet in the bedroom is big, boring, boo, turn off, not sexy, not in my opinion. And I bet the guys can say it the same if she's just like fucking silent, quiet, like new. Ladies, the men love enthusiasm. And we talk about that often. And we talk about enthusiastic blowjobs and not being a dead fish or a starfish or whatever. I mean, sometimes I think it's appropriate to be a starfish if you are just getting dominated and pounded and you just love to be a submissive princess. But you know what I mean. You've got to be participating. We need to see some reactions. We need to see that you're here in this moment. And if you just get in that moment, you get present. I mean, it should all work out naturally. It should come organically. And I know some people reach out and they ask and they're like, well, I need some inspo, some guidance, some tips. Specifically, I am talking to the men about how they can really wow her in the bedroom. Nine types of dirty talk, different styles. Listen together. See what you like, ladies. What's arousing you? What's piquing your interest? Which one of these styles are you like, ooh, that I would be interested in? And men, take notes. Store this up there in the noggin. Listen to this podcast episode over and over and over. <laughs> so first, let's talk about like what can go wrong or what's not effective, what you don't want to be doing in regards to dirty talk. I've taken courses on this topic on Beducated, Coach Jordan. I have read plenty of articles on this topic, and from what I have gathered, delivery matters. If you're too timid, if you do not seem confident, even if you're being like the sexually submissive one, you need to deliver your dirty talk, your nasty shit, your foul ass words, clearly, like... A 
assertively, sans hesitation, like you mean it. And if you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to mind fuck myself. Like I'm a, cause there have been times as this happened to y'all where someone messes something up. Like I've, I'm thinking of an instance where I was having sex and the guy was like, God, your dick feels so good. <laughs> like, And you're like, wait a second. Or you say the wrong genital or you say that like you, you, you fuck up the words to get dyslexic with your mouth. I know some of y'all know what I'm talking about and who fucking cares. There have been times during sex. I'm so horny that like you just keep going. It doesn't even matter. And then like later I'll think of that and laugh about it. But if you laughed right then and there, like whatever, ladies, I suggest you hold the laugh in because I don't want you to like fuck his groove up. He could be so in his head and then you laughing could just tear it down. So just hold the giggy in and then when he like eats you out, act like it tickles and laugh about it then. (laughs) Okay. So the best way to not fuck it up, you want to start small. Pick one phrase that you're going to say. Rehearse it in the shower. Look in the mirror. Be like a dirty boy and say it to the shampoo bottle. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with this. Stop judging yourself. If you're like, I don't want to just shut the fuck up and do it. And if you like the way it sounds when it's coming out of your mouth, then booyakasha, you got it. And I, I would assume I'm talking to a lot of pros, a lot of great people in bed that you're like, I dirty talk mm, ain't nothing to me. We're talking dirty all day long. But there are some people who they do feel flustered. They don't feel confident and good about it. And you can mess up by dishing out too much, coming on to like, holy shit, where's this coming from? And it being corny or weird or awkward. So you don't need to lay it on thick. You don't need to go on and on. You can have pauses. There can be time where you allow her to soak in what you said. Like, let her hear, let her process it. Let that get her more aroused instead of you moving on to the next thing and next thing and you're just shooting it out like a BB gun. Nasty, nasty, nasty. And she's just like overwhelming. And hey, maybe that's y'all. Maybe you like, we like to BB gun each other with nastiness by all means. But uh, that could be one issue, air quotes, or downfall. Maybe it's not landing because this is something new to you and you're just laying it on too thick. Third, and lastly, I'll say is that not everyone means the same thing when they say they want dirty talk. So say a couple's trying this out. It goes poorly. You said something that offended the fuck out of her or she's got in her head and made her feel insecure. Something, okay, that you thought was going to be sexy and that maybe she's into. Maybe she is into it. And it just so happened that night she that was she was wanting to make love and you brought up this kink that she brought up one time. She wasn't in the mood. It didn't land well. So some women won't ask their men to try dirty talk or be more experimental with it because they had this poor experience and they're still secretly fantasizing about dirty talk. So depending on what she's into, if you use the wrong kind it can, or the wrong way, it can totally dry her up like the fucking desert. So knowing what she wants, what she wants to hear requires y'all to talk about it, communication, and then that will be hotter and turn you on more. So let's kick off our nine styles 
with numero uno, and that is instruction. If your wife likes being submissive or she's really into you being dominant, this is fantabulous because it'll make you feel like you're playing together instead of just giving and taking, but it's you giving specific instructions to let them know what you want and desire, like bend over and spread your cheeks apart (laughs) or lay on the bed like this and put your head down. I'm going to fuck your face. Turn around. I want to fuck you from the back. And ladies, you can participate in instructions well. So he's eating you out. You can be like, just like that. Perfect. I love your tongue right there. Keep moving your tongue like that. Don't stop. Just like that. Keep going. Stroke it faster. Those are ways for you to be actively participating. Okay. So you're receiving, but you're also partaking in the instruction. Dirty talk. See how simple this is? See how it kind of sounds overcomplicated, but you're like, wow, we, we've been dirty talking. We dirty talk all the fucking time. That we were vanilla, but here we're actually pretty fucking hot. Okay, next, description. Descriptive dirty talk is putting your excitement into words. It's saying all the things you love about what's going on in that moment. Like I love watching your titties bounce or your asshole flexing or is that weird that I just said that? Or wow, your pussy is milking my dick so well. I'm going to rub your clit until you come. You're so wet. This shows the other person that you are appreciating it. You are appreciating her. You are worshiping her body. That's going to make her feel good about herself. That's going to make her turned on. That's going to make her feel more comfortable. This is just a win-win all around. As a lady, I am just stamp of approval. It lets her know that you're giving her pleasure because you love to give her pleasure. Okay. So this is just check, check. So do it. Next, degradation. Degrading dirty talk can be hot. (laughs) Because it makes you feel like a little dumb slut in a good way. And I think that sometimes we want to be made love to. And other times we want to be fucked like a bad girl. What's going on during this time is not stuff you want to hear in your day-to-day. Or maybe you do. But like stuff that's not appropriate for your day-to-day. Things you're not going to say in front of your children. This is like, yeah, you do. You fucking little slut. You like that? I'm going to fuck you like a little cum dumpster. I'm going to just empty out you little cum guzzling whore. Like stuff you, maybe if you're a submissive girly, you're eating this shit up. You're lapping it up like a golden retriever just got some water and needed some. And some of you women are gasping in horror. And <laughs> you're like, no, I do not. And there are some of us that are like, yes, I do. Now, we can't mention this one without acknowledging that this could also be problematic. It could also cause an issue. It could be emotionally triggering for some women, and it could be a massive fucking N-O for some women. And that is why communication is the necessary, and you don't go, oh, well, I think she's into the submissive thing. That's okay. Well, I'm just going to go in and tell her she's a dumb fucking cunt. Like, no, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not. You need to have a little combo and get explicit consent that like green light, good to go. Is there anything off boundaries? You know, know her 
And I think that my listeners, my men who know their wives will know. I mean, some of y'all won't. That's okay. It's okay. Find out. But I think there are a lot of you who know your wives and will know if like this will fly or not. And hey, maybe it's still worth having the conversation. Sometimes you never know. I don't want you to assume. I don't want you to assume. But if you know your wife has like a horribly abusive ex that she was with, like maybe that's not a good path to go down. So just keep these things in mind, men. Now swinging to the opposite side, moving on next, praise. Who doesn't love nice compliment. I love compliments. Compliments expired. We need them often. Words of affirmation. That's me. I'm a words of affirmation girly. So when you're fucking, when you're doing, if she's bending over, telling her her ass looks phenomenal. Sometimes a girl might bend over and might she might feel self-conscious. Some girls are like, is he staring at my asshole the entire time? You complimenting her just it kind of gives like a blanket of assurance. It's a nice little booster. That's what you want to hear, right? And when she's sucking your dick, a compliment like, damn, you're so good at that, baby. That goes a ways and that is going to up her enthusiasm. Yes, 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 yes. You want your girl to be more enthusiastic when she's giving a BJ, you're like, she's not bad at it. Like she could, you know, be a little more enthusiastic. Are you hyping her up, hyper up during it and see how that goes. See the journey of that BJ if you're hyping during it. Okay. Reassurance is going to just ease her in to being dirtier and more comfortable to do so. When we get our legs spread wide open and we feel like I'm at a gynecologist appointment and he's like really just, just really down there. The lights are on. You being affirming and hyping her or telling her how sexy she looks when she's leg spread. We need that. Okay. More men should be doing that. that I want y'all to try that one immediately and see how the session goes. Okay. I think there are some men that naturally are really great at this and good at this. And that's why you're probably married, but like, I got to lock that shit down. But if you think it's lacking or she's not really, she never seems excited. Maybe you could up the praise. Moving onward, fantasy role play. Okay. You know what this is. You know what this is. Ladies, don't hold back. When y'all are having this dirty talk, talk, if this one piques your interest and be brave, ladies. Like when I was brave enough to share what I fantasize about and I felt safe enough with my husband for, I knew that he would know because he's grown (laughs) that just because this is something that really arouses me and I like us talking about does not mean that it's happening in real life. Like there is a difference and there's boundaries like we talked about. And just because you like talking about something and fantasizing, it doesn't mean like, oh man, then I guess like this is what my life has got to be like. I'm not being true to myself. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Like, no, it doesn't. You don't have to take it so literal. You can go so slow and enjoy and be present and not get all fucked in your head. And men like 
they give an inch and you take a mile, chill, dude. You want her to be comfortable to tell you all of her desires and fantasies and what arouses her. Then the second she tells you that she imagines you fucking another girl, don't ask to bring another girl in the bedroom. She is going to shut down. She is not going to think it is a safe space any longer. But if you practice being that safe space and you keep it where she's comfortable and you'll have fun and enjoy that who knows maybe one day if she wants that I bet you she'll tell you I bet you she'll be the one initiating that so you fucking shouldn't okay so how do we do it Jordan how do we partake in this sort of dirty talk I don't even know where to start you don't have to be dressing up and like going full on if that's your thing and that's what you want to do and that's what y'all enjoy doing more power to you but it could also be as casual and chill as you telling them the scenario or whatever it doesn't have to be elaborate there doesn't have to be some long drawn out script story it could be brief dirty exchange that takes place in character if she's like wanting to fuck a pool boy, I don't know. I don't know. You could be Rico, the pool boy, or maybe you discuss what kind of porn does she watch? What is she into? What does she think about sometimes that makes her really wet? Maybe she thinks about you having a threesome with a girl, a guy, whatever, and you tell that little story of how it happens. Like we're out one night and we meet so-and-so and then like you eat her pussy and you're going to do it sexier and hotter than me and whisper in her ear while you're fucking her and fingering her and it be just glorious and delicious. But it doesn't have to be some drawn out thing. And I've had my husband tell me stories and I can even tell when he's kind of like, grasping for some like details or like where's he gonna go there's a fork in the road in the plot and he's got to make a decision and I don't give two fucks I am there I'm in the story my mind is wandering off making that story even better so don't overthink it don't overthink it next we have sexting phone sex huh did you even think about that sometimes when couples are apart maybe they don't have the physical contact obviously they don't have the visual which now with technology I mean FaceTime videos duh that just like changes sexting and phone sex but you could mutually masturbate whilst being on the phone or texting I never understood how you text and do that because like one-handed that's really taking away that's really taking away from the moment if you have it on speakerphone and you're talking now we have some access. For some reason, the sexting seems so one-sided. I, I don't know. That's just me. And by one-sided, I mean I feel like the guys can just strokey-strokey and fabulous texture with their thumb. I need more engagement, stimulation. I can't be texting and masturbating. Sounds just sounds like a lot's going on there. So FaceTime, video speakerphone, great ways. And you can ask, like say, touch yourself for me. How does it feel when you touch your clit like that? I want you to finger yourself. Now imagine it's my dick going inside of you. Free your mind, baby, free your mind. Okay, moving on, whispers, whispers. This one's about delivery. This one, sometimes she'll be like, I don't even know what the fuck he said, but it felt good going into 
my ear. It's just arousing. It's intimate. It can give you the shivies, your hair stand up on the back of your neck and pussy. And this is the kind of dirty talk you can partake in in public. Perfect for date nights. Wrap your arms around her waist, kiss her, whisper something that you want to do to her when she gets home. And she's going to love it. She's going to melt. I melted thinking about it. Tell her you want her really bad. She looks fucking sexy and you can't wait to rip her fucking dress off. Am I inspiring y'all? I hope I'm inspiring y'all. Next off, we've got begging, whining, pleading. Okay, so this one is going to be you at your most uninhibited. Like you are horny. You are crawling out of your skin. You're like, fuck me, please eat my pussy. Daddy, I need you now. It can be a very submissive form of dirty talk. And if you're into power play, you're into the dom sub, then they're going to fucking love. The dom partner's going to love hearing this. And the submissive person's getting horny and aroused and wet. So plays well into the dynamic. And that leads right into the next playful humiliation. So this is kind of like a more lighthearted version, if you will. And a lot of people like this one. So say degradation. Am I Degradation was a little too intensey for you. Playful humiliation might intrigue you because it's praise and humiliation rolled into one. Yes, yes. So it's dominant while still being like light and sexy and playful. It's sexual teasing, essentially. You're going to deliver with a smirk, a smile, a shit eating grin. And it's the tone and the words that matters. The tone is a tad condescending while also being appreciative and praising. Examples. God, you are trembling. You're so horny. You can barely control yourself. Wow, you are so wet already. These are perfect little dirty talk statements for people who like to feel submissive, but they are not into the pain or maybe it's just triggering for them to be bashed and name called. Okay. So this could be fabulous for foreplay. And then, or maybe this is how you slowly walk into the forest of degradation and humiliation. Maybe she will become eager and enthusiastic and you've never seen this side of her before. So there you have it. Nine ways, nine styles, nine, nine forms, nine tips, nine inspos to get you going, turned on. Maybe you're turned on right now. Maybe this was like a little push in the right direction. I hope you all have fabulous sex with your partner or at least have a conversation that can entail incorporating some of this-ish. That's your homework, okay? Your homework is to pick one or all of them. If you like today's episode or you like the podcast in general and you've been lazy and you have not left a rating or review, please, mommy and daddy, please uh, helps mommy grow, helps the podcast so much, much appreciated. I love y'all. I'm so grateful for y'all. And it does help. It helps to leave me five stars on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcast. Spotify, you can leave a rating as well. On Apple, you can write a little something, something and 
when others see the pod and they read that, they're like, yes, okay, I should listen to this shit. Follow me on social media, Instagram. I've already told you. I'm going to tell you again at underscore the horny housewife podcast. And if you like audio erotica, if you like dirty stories, you want some good foreplay, listen to a fucking Patreon story, okay? Audio erotica uploaded every single week. I'll put that link in the episode notes. And I will see you lovely mommies and daddies next week.